lord, I'm sorry for shitting myself and for laughing at Brucey's balls. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a ghost-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowl and asking, please Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host Gareth, and with me each week is the 20th to my anniversary, the gold to my edition, the definitive to my collection, it's co-host Gary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want that engraved on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classy intro, I think, it's very classy. I feel, I feel it's a bit too high class for me. A little bit um, too. <laughs> it just says, yeah, just a little bit high class. Oh, but yeah, I no, I like it. Thank you very no, much. How are no, you, no. good sir? I am grand. I am grand. Due to uh, many interventions of the universe, this is this is us oh, yeah. getting together this week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, like the universe was just against me this week. It really <laughs> so, has been. Yeah, uh, yeah. Burst tires work. Um, and yeah, all those kind of wonderful things. But finally, uh, we're here. We are. We are. Yeah. Um, and you know what? We've been yep, kind of holding off and holding off, and I think we might actually have some news this week. Um, <laughs> considering <laughs> considering what we actually spoke about last week, and then I think we li- uh. we quite literally hit like post the new episode, and Rockstar yeah. dropped a little yeah. bomb on us. So. Just a little bomb, uh, but yeah, shall we? Shall we go into some news? Well, some exciting news dropped, but we're going to make you wait a little bit longer uh, because we are going to be talking about our number eight game. Oh, of yes. all time, our eight oh, favorite game eight, of all time. Eight um, game. Uh, I believe I went first last time, so it's your turn. It is my turn, uh, and uh, my one is going to be short and sweet because oh. we we have already talked about this game at length. Ooh. My number eighth game of all time is Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, good choice. And there, there's nothing really more I need to say about this game. Next. Let's move on. Ne- next game. Um, <laughs> your game. Uh, no, um, there's nothing much more I can really say about Red Dead Redemption that I haven't already said on the podcast. Uh, but if this is your first time listening to the podcast and uh, you have been following our uh, kind of top 10 so far uh, I'll give a just a brief introduction so mm-hmm. one of my friends uh, and one of your friends uh, ended up actually playtesting this game years well like a year or so before it got finally released and uh, he came back from it and uh, we were like oh dude how's the new Rockstar game and mm-hmm. he was like you guys aren't ready for this this is absolutely amazing <laughs> So we're like, oh my god, this is exciting! And I remember, I remember like when the game launched and everything like that. Like it, like I wasn't, like it wasn't the same as the GTA. It wasn't like it didn't have like the kind of the hype or the fanfare that like uh, GTA Four had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as because I'm pretty sure I was a min. Oh no, I wasn't a midnight opening for that. But um, no, I actually went with a friend to midnight opening. I didn't have an Xbox 360 at that point, so I couldn't play it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, so there wasn't much like hype or anything like that behind, well, like there was hype behind Red Dead Redemption because it was a Rockstar game. Yeah. But like it didn't feel the same as a GTA. Um, but yeah, um, this game 
shows uh like we've i've said this countless times uh that like it is just rockstar flexing their narrative muscles and telling a really serious a very gritty story mm-hmm. in the wild west at the end of the wild west and uh just taking you through the like the hardships of john marston yeah. as he tries to basically get redemption for himself like he's been he's been screwed over by his gang he's been screwed over by uh the government everything like that and he's just trying to make his way in the world and he just wants to retire on his nice little farm with his wife and his kid and what a story this is it is just you feel so sympathetic for john throughout the whole thing yeah uh and yeah, it's just um, like it still has those silly uh, like little things that Rockstar are known for. Like it's got like Seth the Gravedigger and stuff like that. You've got mm-hmm. uh, you've got all these different little things uh, that like just reek of Rockstar. But the thing that I champion about this game so much is that the thing I love about GTA's and stuff like that is having the radio, having the music there, yes, and being able to drive around and stuff like that. And then, like you have entertainment while you drive. Yeah, but this game doesn't. Because no. you're riding on horses. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah, you get one car at the end of it, which is quite that's nice. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> that's, a, that's a kind of but, crossover uh, between the two. Yeah, that's that. That's the last crossover. But yeah, um, yeah. Like there's no um, there's no music apart from that. Um, is it Jose Gonzalez song? I believe so. Yeah. When, yeah. when you go into Mexico, which yeah. is mm, oh, uh, amazing, uh, and it makes it all the more powerful as well. Yeah, uh, absolutely powerful. Like, uh, and but like a lot of the story is told through like your dialogue while you're going from place to place. Like, if you're riding in like a group and stuff like that, mm-hmm. most of the story and dialogue is told through that, and it breaks up the journey. It's quite nice, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel boring. Like, it no. really doesn't feel no, boring no. going from A to B in this game. And there's just the absolutely nearly aesthetic, like. You've said before that like Rockstar just completely nail like the period pieces and stuff like that. And yeah, um, that ending of this game. And Mm. it hits so much harder after playing two. So I think this is one of the greatest successes of of Red Dead Redemption is how well they developed John, like back developed John. Yes. Um, Yeah. And they picked the right moment for 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 us to meet that gang and and you know meet yeah. everybody riding together is because it is just on the edge of of everything breaking up of you yeah. know Dutch kind of losing it uh, a little bit and yeah. John really wanting to to run away with Abigail and and start the you know settle down with with Jack his son so um yeah. they pick up perfectly there and you, the whole time you feel because maybe even a few years prior to that they were still like a gang gang and maybe oh, yeah, if, yeah. you know had the same kind of heartwarming kind of uh, feeling toward it um yeah so you're right having gone through all that with with uh John Marston in the Red Dead Redemption then to yeah. go back and meet him knowing full well what his fate is going to be and you know you're really rooting for him to get out there and maybe something's oh. going to change if maybe just if you if you do that extra like no. nice thing but no it's it's never going to change uh it's it's, it's never got like like on its own like red dead redemption one um like the ending with uh john opening the barn mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. those agents there you have uh six shots yeah and you can take out about six of them with dead eye yep but you get gunned down like, this is, unbelievably I remember gunned down at that point <laughs> 
like I got away the six shots. I got like six headshots straight away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was like, why isn't it letting me reload? What's what's? Oh wait a minute! And that it just slowly it, kind of dawned on me that the game, yeah, the game's not going to allow me and to I continue. Th- and I think that is the first game that I've played where the main character dies. And you've played countless hours with this character. You've yeah. grown attached to this character. And uh, yeah, for him to die at the end was a huge move and a huge stick. Uh, but it was a, such a fitting end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For for that game. And then having the little epilogue with Jack and stuff like that, getting his revenge and stuff like that, I think he had to have that just so that you could leave on a good note sort of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just hits so much harder after playing two uh, and all that ending epilogue of Red Dead Redemption 2 building the farm. Yeah. And, they, I mean, uh, if ever there was a way of twisting the knife... And the barn. And the fucking barn. <laughs> ah. The food and borrowing the money. and Yeah. Oh, it's just... <sighs> no. It's just... No. No. And we've talked about this so much. And, like, if you've not played these games, just play them because yeah. they are... Um, like, one and two are so good. Like, they really are. They are. Even, they are. They are peak rock star. They are like games of the generation. Both of them. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They'll both go down in in, in lists. Yeah. Far I, maybe far beyond Grand Theft Auto. I mean, are they are they hitting harder than Grand Theft Auto? I think Grand Theft Auto, especially Na- um, narratively, is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I think narrative narratively, yes. Red Dead Redemption is superior to Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I think, I, I I can safely say that. Yeah. Um. In terms of a game and how fun it is to play, uh, obviously you can create your own fun in Red Dead Redemption yep. uh, and uh, tie folk to railway tracks. And <laughs> yep. Be the be the mustache twirling villain of it all, but uh, yeah. Um, but there's just um, like GTA. I think just has a wider appeal. And yeah. It, yeah. It, definitely. It, it, like attracts so many different groups of gamers and non-gamers as well. Yeah, totally, totally. There's a lot of people who who do just switch on just to just to play those games just because of, yeah. of what they are the the slow burn nature of them. Um, I think it was one of the yeah. first like fully emergent kind of gameplay. You know, that was a big buzzword around about 2010 ish yeah. when this kind of came out. Um, and there's a lot more of the kind of like strangers and freaks or the yeah, you know yeah. the incidental stuff of um stop or you know come yeah. over here and help me some of it's side missions and some of it's not um some yeah. of it, it just totally changes your day and, and what you're doing and it's yeah that that world is just absolutely phenomenal to to kind of play in and i think they they, they yeah. s- took a swing at four to try and yeah. show that actually grand theft auto could be that game yeah. i don't know if they quite hit it Although they did definitely nail something that was that was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I think I think they were still, I think they were still latched on to like elements of GTA that like have just become synonymous and stuff like that. So it has to be a little bit goofy. It has to be a little bit um, yeah. like just not serious, cartoony ish. It's and, kind of a, uh, a comedy yeah. show. It's not a drama. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so like. Like for example, that uh, that dialogue scene that Nico has in the in the first apartment, and he's just like, "Yeah, the war, right, war yeah. was shit and stuff like that." And then Roman just laughs it off, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally." And then decides to be a dick for the rest of it. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> I'm glad you're now at the bottom of a bunker at the bottom of the sea in GTA Five. 
but yeah, um, yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Like, um, it's it's a game that is like stuck with me every every time I like I think about going back to that game. Like, it's just like uh, I've only finished it a couple of times though. Yeah, yeah, me I've too. Only finished it a couple of times, and uh, it, I don't think it's a game like you can like really like you have to really be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. really be in the mood to go yeah, through yeah. that story and uh but it is worth it every second of that game is just phenomenal yeah totally yeah. and i think we should say a little bit uh, shout out to benjamin byron davis who uh who plays dutch who sent us a little message we um, yes he did we shared a, a a cameo uh post that gta black planet had put up um okay and i, I tagged them both in it just saying how cool yeah. is this um and Benjamin Byron Davis sent us a message uh, with a, a clap saying thank you very much. So, yeah, hello, thanks, hello. thanks for knowing who we are. At least I don't know if you'll be listening <laughs> to this, but that was very cool to wake up and see that. Thank you very much. Your performance as Dutch was excellent. Oh, I was, you know what? Superb. The best thing about that whole read is not only sharing the great work that GTA Black Planet is doing, but yeah. the fact he just sounds like Dutch and he's got the warmest, coolest voice yeah. ever. Dutch has that like him yeah Dutch has that voice though like it's just like and I think that's like I think that's why his character works so well and I I do like the fact like in Red Dead 1 like he was in it a little bit like like he was this over 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 looming presence but when you finally Mm. meet him like um I don't know whether it was like a like almost like the Wizard of Oz sort of thing yeah brilliant yeah like yeah like yeah that um like it's he wasn't all a cracked up to what the kind of legend said he was and stuff but then um seeing him in red dead redemption 2 and stuff like that and how like he has that silver tongue that can just Mm -hmm. like get people to rally behind him and make people see what he thinks yeah Yeah. very much yeah it's a great way of of describing him um yeah and you can kind of tell again it's just it's the way he's brought to life um you can kind of tell like you say that silver tongue has has obviously got them so far um, yeah. and, and protected the gang so much. Um, yeah. And then he just kind of turns into uh, a, a washed up, you know, gang member that's kind of just hiding in hills in his long johns uh, yeah. for the rest of, of his days of, of, of Red Dead. So, uh, But his, his speech, his final speech is, is absolutely fantastic when, yeah, when John really, finally really tracks good. him down. Um, yeah. And even in the kind of grainy, that old over-distorted kind of sound that... Um, old Rockstar games have the over-compressed kind of audio to get everything yeah. on a disc. Even yeah. then, you can get that emotion across. So it's yeah. it does sound great. So thank you very much for the message. Yeah. It really made, yeah. made our day waking up and seeing that. It did. Um, yeah, so Red Ed, yeah. Like I said, uh, there was not much really more I can actually say about Red Ed nope. that, that we have, haven't already said before. Um, if you have enjoyed our little rant about Red Dead Redemption, then uh, go back how many episodes? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> oh wow! Three, three or four, <laughs> three or four episodes, and uh, yeah, we've got a whole feature on Red Dead Redemption One and Two. We do indeed. We do indeed. Yeah. So that was my eight. Well, what about what about you, sir? Well, this is one that we've also mentioned before, um, and one that I will be playing again very soon because it has also been announced as getting a, a re a remaster reboot. Um, it is the one and only Dead Space. Oh, good shout, sir. Thank you, thank you. This is 
Good shout. And normally for me, because as I mentioned before, I'm not a huge horror fan, but there's certain yeah. things that I I kind of make exception for. You like sci-fi horror? I, I do like sci-fi horror. Yeah, so I like yeah. Aliens, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. And I, I, uh, Event Horizons, one of my favorite films. Although that is yeah. shit your pants scary. Um, yeah. What do you think of Sunshine? Love it. Yeah. Again, yeah. absolutely love it. And the reason there's a big part of a crossover with Sunshine and and this, and I, I guess it's it's to do with the kind of the slowly going crazy isolation kind of thing of, yeah. of being basically stuck in space. Um, yeah. Um, as a as a very basic kind of intro to the game, because there's not well, there is there's tons to it, but it wasn't really what what kind of drew me toward it. But you 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 play yeah. Isaac, another silent protagonist, which I really really like, who goes ab- aboard the the Ishimura, the Ishimura, yep, Ishimura, um, which has had um some kind of issue uh, I think is all you know really there's been a distress call yeah. going out and it's very very alien um, you just know you're going on there to find out what on earth is going on <laughs> um, and you're not a, a warrior you're not a, a soldier in any way shape or form you are you're an engineer an engineer mechanic kind of guy and you have yep. got this very cool laser cutter um, yep. which has a dual axis which will come in very very um, useful going forward um, Yep which is either horizontal or vertical to start with. Um, and very, very quickly, you realize that, you know what, some bad things have gone down on this ship and there's yep. a ton of necromorphs that have taken over <laughs> and basically fucked everything up and are basically cocooning themselves to the, each wall of the, the ship. Um, yeah. And basically the whole story is, is Isaac's kind of spiral into like a little bit of craziness, I think. Yeah, out there. Um, I mean, he's trying to save the the, the day, kind of thing. He's, you know, it's it's the yeah. standard, you know, go to the engine room and get a sprocket to be able to switch that thing on. Very kind of Metroidvania. Um, yeah, yeah. But really, he his his journey of how he handles it and his spiral that he goes down is is absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's really, really, really good. It's the Silent Hill two approach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You rec- oh well, in Silent Hill two, James Sutherland, the main character, receives a letter from his wife. Yeah. Uh, saying come to silent hill it's our special place come here uh she's been dead for three years yeah <laughs> that's all you need so, to know <laughs> that's all you need to know it's just like okay why is my dead wife sending me a message ah! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's the same thing here with isaac in terms of like isaac has a personal stake in this mm-hmm. that his uh, girlfriend nicole is on the ishimura yep. and um i think she sent the distress call out to him so they're all going to investigate, but Isaac has this personal connection towards it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the whole the whole thing is it's got some great jump scares. It's got oh, yeah. some, but you, I think it won several, if not more than like multiple several uh, awards for sound design yeah. because it is beautiful. I mean, oh, it's amazing. Play it with headphones if, if you dare. It's absolutely amazing. Just going from like indoor environments, like hearing pipes creek hearing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sparks going off in the distance and stuff like that to when you go outside yes. and in the zero g and the muted sound and everything like that it just oh it's amazing and those those zero g moments when you're out there and you're kind of running low on your oxygen levels depending on oh. it it's got a great kind of leveling up tree as well and it really kind of makes you because i i am not a huge fan of those things like collecting because you potentially got to go all the way out your way yeah just to collect a bunch of stuff then you're just waiting for like an upgrade bench in some kind of way and it was one of the first games i think i'd played with an upgrade station or bench like physically yeah, to, yeah. to go and upgrade at 
However, the way the game is designed with the necromorph, so let's 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 go with the necromorphs because that's one of the first things you, you meet as you're kind of going around. They're uh, they're your zombies. They basically are. Um, yeah. However, they're they're so intelligently programmed that you can blast a leg off and they will still scramble towards you. You can blast another arm off and they will still scramble towards you. You need to really either chop these things in half like decapitate them straight up or take away all their limbs and then rock up yep. and you can just stamp on their faces <laughs> it's it's horrible so uh with uh dead space the thing that conquered my fear of dead space because i remember playing the first little section of it and i was shit scared like, yeah, yeah really really shit scared with it but the thing that t- totally blew like uh, my fear out of the water was the ability to stamp on my enemies <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, so I shoot shoot the hell out of a necromorph, and I go over and I stamp on it about five times to make sure he's dead. Totally, you needed to, and yeah. sometimes that was your yeah. only line of defense because yeah. uh, if you only had two bullets or, or like two bullets oh, yeah. left in your in your weapon, and you yeah. knew you could only realistically, and there was maybe two two necromorphs, you're, yeah. you're aiming for legs aiming for yeah. the lower body so that they are yeah. crawling towards you and you can go up and yeah. just kick them in the face until they, they die. So uh, survival horror games um, and horror games in general and zombie films and zombie culture has always had this ingrained in your memory and stuff like that. If you ask someone, how do you kill a zombie? Decapitate. Decapitate. Take out their brain. Yeah. Take out their brain. Okay, so you just get rid of the head. Doesn't work in this. Does not work. There is a brilliant bit of storytelling that uh, someone has scribbled on the wall in their own blood mm-hmm. saying, go for the limbs. Yeah. So yeah. that's how you kill the necromorphs is cutting off their limbs. Totally. And it's genius. It is. It really is. <laughs> the, the the navigation around the boat, the, the, the ship itself is is just brilliant. Um, oh, it's lovely. Each each level feels different. Like you say, you've got to go through like zero G's uh, to get there and it's genuinely yeah. almost claustrophobic. It's uh, it's akin to like the, the latest Tomb Raider game where you've got, you're underwater going through those little tight, little squeezy spaces, which I, yeah. I mean, I was gasping for breath at the other side of those. I hated those. <laughs> it really, they, they did their job on me. Um, yeah. And the part that got me, and this is the reason that it, it went from I don't know if I want to play this to, okay, I get this game. Now I'm going to kind of go through a few jump scares. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah. To, my word, there's something about this game that just almost drew me in, almost Event Horizon. Like, And I sat there yeah. for ages with it. There's a bit where you go down to the, uh, the engine room to get a, a sprocket again, whatever it is. Yeah. And there's a little room in there and there's this big like whirring turbine. So like there's loads of shadows just flashing and it's quite, quite quick. It's like a, a regular kind of pulse of this going. Yeah. And there is this artificial light that's that's very like sunlight. So when you mention about sunshine, um, yeah. being that kind of that kind of thing, it, I, I kind of froze, and it just gave me this overall this overwhelming feeling of how we're we're kind of like unnaturally trying to prolong a human's life. You know, like yeah. the death of the earth, we should die, but we're we're trying to get off here and we're trying to make artificial lives for ourselves el- elsewhere, yeah. just as a, as a survival of the fittest or the, a survival of yeah. the, the species kind of thing. And it just, for some reason, it just talked to me completely. And I think that I was kind of like going toward the TV, guy style. Um, yeah. <laughs> and my flatmate at the time had to pull me back and I never played the game. No, no it, was, <laughs> it was great. It was just one of those just yeah. blew my mind. The, the design of the yeah. game just made me really think about 
what this ship was there to do and it was it was go- yeah. well it's that kind of thing of just us getting off a planet to try and survive but is is this surviving living on a a big metal tin cannon floating through yeah. space i mean it, but the, this artificial like that that sun color just coming through with the flashing of the turbine just yeah blew my mind i loved that so much that's amazing man it was so cool i i enjoyed hearing that that was really cool (laughs) i still think Um, about it today sometimes yeah yeah no like um so we have to we have to thank um resident evil 4 for Mm -hmm. dead space Mm -hmm. resident evil 4 revolutionized uh third person action games and uh survival horror for the better in some ways or shapes or forms, depending on like what your preference is. Um, but like, if you want to go down that more action ish kind of route, having the camera right behind the, um, right behind the character. Mm-hmm. And there's things that dead space does so much better than resident evil four, like resident evil four still plays like a resident evil. It has the mm-hmm. tank controls. It still has that. You have to stop in place to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You can't move, but you can move about in dead space. Hell yeah. And having the powers of kinesis. Yeah, yeah. Stasis as well. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, also, my, like, I am an absolute sucker for immersive UI. I am an absolute sucker. And having your health bar on your spine yep. with the lights, the stasis bar thing there, yep. your menus or projections coming mm-hmm. from your suit, everything about this game is just meticulously designed just to make me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. I was going to say... Um, oh, it's just 100%. like... like Yeah, the design of Isaac is like... That's that engineer suit. It doesn't matter like which upgrade of suit you have yeah. and stuff like that. Just the helmet with the green-blue kind of visor shining through with your health bar in the back is just... It's iconic. It it's is. so iconic. And uh, I am unbelievably looking forward to the remake um mm-hmm. yeah dead space like dead space would have been close to my top 10 if it wasn't for these other games okay. like it is it's edging closer to that and um yeah i'm excited for the remake i'm looking forward to actually they're giving isaac a voice they are and i wasn't yes. sure so i i'm excited for this just because it's the same guy that did it in two and three yeah okay and he's coming back to give Isaac a bit more of a sort of personality and stuff like that to it. And I think it will work really well mm-hmm. because, like, Isaac not having a voice, like, it was weird. Like, I thought it was quite weird. And, like, it's it's designing the conversation. Like, we talked about this, like, in Silent Protagonists and stuff, like that, you have yeah, to design yeah. your conversations one way. Yeah, true. And, a like, in that kind of environment and stuff like that, like, like Isaac would be reacting. He would be reacting to everything. And I think, like, giving him a voice and stuff like that, I think that's one thing that does elevate Dead Space 2 above it. Mm-hmm. They they play like they play like the Aliens films. Like, you have your smaller, more focused, claustrophobic one, yep. yeah, yeah. which is an absolute masterpiece, and two, you're more heavy action, but still a really good horror film. The classic trope. Slash game. And then the third one, you had co-op. Yeah, or yeah of course. An al- uh, or an alien prison. Joy, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, that yeah. classic kind of trope there. So yeah, I, you're right, you're right. So yeah, I was just writing down there because you made me think of of another game that really stood out to me, and I don't think it's going to make my top ten. Uh, and I'm really struggling. Think what it was? Uh, it was GameCube. Um, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness Requiem. 
Sorry to recommend, yeah. It's yeah, as soon as you said GameCube, I was just like, Yeah, I know exactly which game you're talking about. That game I couldn't finish. Um, because it was it, I got to the point so you had a sanity meter and the more yeah. like ghosts and ghouls and stuff that you would see, the the you know, the more drained your 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 sanity meter would come down. And then it was doing stuff like the Kojima meter was going up. Oh my goodness, was it not? Uh, like yeah. <laughs> it had so it had the, the volume would pop up and start going down. Yeah. But it had the exact same logo, like the 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 bars of uh, volume that my actual TV had. And I was going crazy just trying to figure out what was going on with my TV. And then it would just pause itself and then go through and say it was deleting your file, your yeah. save game. And I was like, no, no, what, what what's going on with the control? And it was just, yeah. it was messing with you. And what a fourth one. And, and again, go and find it. If you've got an old GameCube, go and find uh, that I game. because it. it's Oh, have you? It's so, I so good. It. But yeah. I got to the point where I had so little health and sanity meter that I was running around and so much crazy stuff was happening. <laughs> it was either a case I had to restart properly or yeah. or never go back to it. And so I never went yeah. back to it. But, but in that one, the the protagonist is like, oh, this isn't real. And, you know, it was just giving little feedback to the, the player yeah. uh, about those. And I think you, maybe you're right that I think Isaac would be going, man, this is fucked up. Or, yeah, yeah. Man, or I wish like... my girlfriend wasn't so dead and shit like that. <laughs> Spoilers, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, we should talk about the, talk about the ending of that uh, because it's, it's great. It's really, really good. Like, and it's just, it's a classic. Like, it's been done before in films. It's been done, like, before in video games as well. But the way this is, like, handled is really well in terms of, like, you see the video at the start of uh, Nicole saying, like, come, come, well, was it come to the Ishimura or was it something along those lines? It was, it was a beckoning kind of... Yeah, yeah. And it was but, even, sorry, maybe am I misremembering or was it, we're all fucked, yeah. don't come. Yeah. Please don't. I think we're, I think we're all fucked, don't come sort yeah. of thing. And it was like a kind of distress call, like kind of warning them away. Yeah. And, um, but then they're like, no, I have to come save you and everything like that. But you only see the start of the message. Of course. At the start. Mm-hmm. At the start. And then uh, at the end, um, like, so you come, in, you come in contact with the marker and the marker it has been basically turning everyone into kind of necromorphs yep. and stuff like that. So it's got like a kind of religious culty kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, to it, which is always unsettling, always unnerving, mm-hmm. I, I find. And... Um, yeah, so um, the markers kind of be messing with your head a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you occasionally will see Nicole like walking about and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's like a good section where like she's kind of guiding you through and help, like helping you out. And uh, you just think, oh, cool, I found my girlfriend. It's ace. It's great and stuff like that. But then when you come across to the main villain of the game, uh, she's basically just like, yeah, um, like I've like watch the whole message and you watch it and basically nicole is like this place is fucked don't come here i can't get out i can't survive and she takes her own life yeah and all my days (laughs) it's just oh it's oh it's handled so well so well and i think giving isaac a voice in the new one i think like if they if they do some fantastic writing with it i think that like Mm. that moment will hit harder yeah yeah and i want a full-blown darth vader no, no. <laughs> if that's not in it, then uh, I'll be asking for my money back. 
<laughs> just that sound clip. <laughs> like yeah, just yeah, it, it's got to be James Earl Jones doing it. Yeah. Directly Ooh. from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool, and then you've got like a big, massive like boss fight at the end, just to kind of cap everything off. Good game. <laughs> There's a, a remake on its way, um, and from what we see so far, the the suit is is taking a huge, huge step forward. It looks great. Yeah. Well. Should we do some news. Let's do some news because I think hmm. there's some news. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find well, out. <laughs> All right, this is the part of the show where we look at some news leaks and rumors surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. Now, we're not going to be breaking any headlines. Hey, we're not even going to be well-informed, but we're the ones with the microphones, so you have to listen. Uh, this week, I don't know, I don't think there was any news. No, there was no news. Nothing. No news at all. Nothing. Huh. Nothing oh, at all. On with I the will. next part. Nah, I would joke it. Oh my god. Oh I sent you oh no, you sent me an Instagram message. Yep. And I sent you a WhatsApp message. Yep. And I think because I didn't look at my Instagram message, we both basically <laughs> said the exact same thing over to each other, just going, finally. <laughs> finally. It's happening. It's happening. GTA three, Vice City, San Andreas. The Holy Trilogy is getting remade, remastered. It's coming this year. Mm -hmm. And um, it's going to be done in Unreal Engine. And Rockstar have finally officially announced it. They have. They have. And from what we were just talking about earlier, I don't know if... I mean, they put it up on their own Rockstar Games launcher. Um, yeah. And people found it instantly. So I don't know if... Yeah. if their bluff has been called and they were maybe waiting for the 20th anniversary because it seems weird to do it like 10 days before it kind of thing yeah i i think i think so but i mean like people are that hungry for like any kind of gta news and stuff like that so yep. yeah they'll go they'll go digging like they will find things and stuff like this that so it. so i think i think it was the smart move to make in terms of like okay like this game has happened like it's been rumored from like months and months and months so like we even we started our podcast because of it <laughs> <laughs> and if we're talking about it then yeah. it must be common knowledge it must be common knowledge uh so yeah um yeah i'm just uh, i'm glad i'm glad that we're just like yeah it's happening <laughs> there you go <laughs> totally. so let's go yeah. through everything we know now first of all yeah um thank you to gta forums for putting up a little poll um so i don't know if you've seen this but we're gonna try and guess i'm gonna see what game do you think most people are excited about playing first? Three, Vice City, or San Andreas? Ooh, um, I'm going to say Vice City. Ooh, it's a close second. Uh, oh, three, San Andreas. 63% oh, three. of people uh, wow. in this poll are, yeah, wow. Um, wow. And I believe that's 400 of them, if I'm reading this correctly. 400 people have said they are looking forward to three. Yeah, 399 of them is me. <laughs> yeah, just spamming it. With a, three, a, three's my favourite. <laughs> with a, a slightly different email each time logging in. Yeah. Cohostgary1 at gmail.com. Cohostgary2 at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, which game in the definitive edition are you most looking forward to playing? So not which one are you going to play first, but which one are you most looking forward to? L most looking forward to? Mm -hmm. um, I'm most looking forward to three. That's, I think that's my, 
it was my gateway into Grand Theft Auto. It was it's um it's utterly amazing. Like it is. Um, yeah, I love that game back to front, and um, yeah, I'm just excited to see that version of Liberty City again and mm-hmm. just experience it. And yeah, ah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be really fun. Like, like I want to play Vice City. I want. I don't want to play San Andreas and stuff like that. But I am going to go through the. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. So, so this is something that we're, we're going to get because yeah. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask yeah. you. So have a little think about it. Um, oh no! <laughs> I'll let you know that the poll. The poll says fifty um, percent of people are most looking forward to San Andreas with Vice okay. City again sitting right in the middle and three yeah. there at the end. Now, I don't know if that's because um, of uh, control schemes and, you know, the way that the game's evolved kind of thing. Because uh, I would say that San Andreas I... is slightly more user-friendly and maybe more yeah. up-to-date. However, I believe that's mentioned. Uh, we'll go through all the information that we we currently have. Um, yeah. Um, but I believe that's, that's mentioned... Um, as part of the mix of old and new graphics with the modern gameplay enhancements. So I'm hoping that's, that that's a standardization across the, the yeah, board for all I, I I think it should be because like they did that for the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Yeah. Uh, the control scheme was revamped for the whole game. So basically they used Grand, uh, Crash Bandicoot 3's controls okay. for uh, 2 and 1. Yeah, brilliant. And I'm hoping that means that in menus you don't have to push triangle to go back because... Yeah. Since when has that been a thing? Um, <laughs> it's the most yeah. annoying thing ever. You keep on putting yeah. markers down on your map, trying to get out of it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, I, I, I would ima- I imagine they would add the sat nav. I would imagine they would. Oh, ooh, that's really interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I, I don't, I don't think you would need it for three or Vice City. You may need it for San Andreas. Getting between the cities sometimes can be a little bit confusing. Um, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't like. Well, I wouldn't need it for GTA Three or Vice City. I may need it for San Andreas, but uh, if it's an option, just to toggle on and off, that'd be mm-hmm. grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'd be I, good. I, like I mean, if it's there, if it's there. Yeah. Um, I always put it on in, in five at least, and I barely, I barely use it, but it's handy just in case. Yeah, I call it the idiot line. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> You've heard it here first. That's what it's now called, the idiot line. <laughs> that's actually that's actually taken from Dead Space. Um, like, you know, when you click an R3 and uh, course, you scan yeah, on you the get floor. The little, and it, yeah, the little trail. We we used to call that the idiot line. So <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. It's been repurposed. <laughs> yeah, it's been repurposed. The sat-nav markers in GTA are called the idiot line now. <laughs> that's good. That's appropriate. <laughs> So, um, I watched a great video by a guy on YouTube called Silent Core, um, who kind of broke down everything for me. So thank you very much for putting all the information in one place so that we can say it in words. <laughs> so other than interpretive dance, other- which I was gonna which I was gonna go for, but I remember we're an audio podcast. Yeah, well, our first five episodes that you didn't hear was just us doing semaphore. Um but <laughs> But um, we we quickly got some feedback saying that people weren't understanding what we were saying. So we we used our words. Yep. Um, So it looks like um, December for boxed releases. However, some of the console generations and some of the different versions may be split. So it looks like PS5 and the equivalent Xbox um, will be maybe January or February next year. And I think um, iOS and Android will be next year as well. So I think digital release straight away. Um, 
So, yeah. So depending uh, on how... And interestingly, the um, current digital releases have been taken down, I believe, as of yes, today I, or yesterday. Yeah, I did say that. Uh, so I have installed GTA 3 on my PlayStation, so I, I still have it. I think I, I think if you still... If you purchase it, you can still download it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. But, like, actually buying them on the store now, you can't. No, that's it, that's it. No, they're, they're, they're still yours. And I've 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 got them constantly yeah. just on my machine so that they, I yeah. can just pick them up and, and play them whenever. Yeah. Um, according to, oh, your friend of mine, Walmart, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the box version's going to be £70. I heard that too, yeah. Well... Seventy dollars, so we'll get it 70, for about 70, 60, sixty pounds. Yeah, about sixty here. Yeah, we surprised at that. Uh, well, you're getting three games. You're getting three mm-hmm. fantastic games uh, in one box set. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, like they can charge it, and I'll pay it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that that's that that's that's the bottom line. But uh, at, at the same time, like. Um, like other games have done, like uh, like Mass Effect, um, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, mm-hmm. and all that. They've had these trilogies and stuff, and you can get them for well, when they came out, they were about like forty, fifty quid. Yeah, and um, yeah, so uh, like probably because we are in that next uh, console generation stuff, like got PlayStation yep. Five, Xbox Series X, and they're charging sixty quid a game. So totally. yeah. Like, yeah, it's worth it. It's completely worth it. But uh, I think you're right. I think for the value that's there, um, let's hope that there's, you know, a lot of work going into it. I mean, there's obviously a lot of work going into it. But let's hope this, you know, it's not just a slight polish up. I'm hoping for Unreal to, I'm hoping for it to look pretty much bang up to date, but still have the same, you know, uh, like city build and and all that stuff. I mean, I've got a a boxed version of Killer Instinct um, for the Super Nintendo um, with a sticker on it for £70, $69.99. And that was 93, 95, something like that. Games were quite expensive back in the day. They would be about 150 quid these days. Yeah, like, um, yeah, uh, the, um, I always had to wait for games to come down to platinum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, getting for twenty quid. Totally. Yeah, this is yep. it. And this is the, this will be the thing about the split release between digital and um and boxed release. Yep, fair enough. With boxed release, you'll be able to pick up maybe like I say either on platinum or there'll be a sale. At, you know, game or GameStop or wherever it is you buy your your games. Um, whereas mm-hmm. the digital versions, they'll never really sell those too much, and they they won't undercut retail as well because they won't bite the hand that feeds. Because Rockstar still yeah. want the most amount of shelf space for any game they want so they're not going to undercut yeah. game or GameStop or Electronics Boutique or our price or whatever yeah. whatever it is or wherever it is you buy your your device um, your your game so yeah it could be it could well be that um, you know what brilliant that's fine um, yeah I have saved my pocket money, so. <laughs> so right so I, I I've said countless times uh, I like buying physical copies Mm-hmm, games mm-hmm. i like having them and i always try like as games i really really want uh, i always try and go for the physical copy but these games i want to play them on day one i, I really want to play them on day one and i don't know if i can justify buying the digital versions and then buying the boxed version and then buying that yeah, one i i don't know um we'll see we shall yep. see it'll be interesting it'll be really interesting to see yeah. um if you so wish, you can see all the trophy icons, 
which is very nice. Uh, we don't really get names for them, I don't believe, and we don't get to know what they're for, although some of them are going to be pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, are they are they pretty much the same ones that you get now, nowadays? Um, I don't know. I've not looked into that much detail, because yeah. I've got I've got the Platinum for three, um, and I'm still working on the Platinum for Vice City for the current version, which may yeah. have to be abandoned Uh to go and get this next version and then I might go yeah. back to the previous version um, so yeah I, I don't know if it's the same trophy list as before I, I, I might go and do a little comparison um, I'll check the icons but they look great they designed so the icons um, each of them represent of course the, the individual yeah. game and if they put that amount of love into the actual yeah. building of the game I think it should, it should be absolutely fine like it can't be these bad. games are going to be fine like these games are going to be no they of course they're not going to be bad they've they got do. fantastic they foundations to work on yeah, they have really, really strong foundations, and all they the do. Oh, you know what? Make it pretty. I'm. I will be perfectly yeah. happy yeah. with a very pretty, still feels the same version of those games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, does mm-hmm. it worry you that the mm-hmm. the reveal trailer for it was the just the artwork and stuff like that? So I had like a. Uh, like some kind of slow artwork or three slow kind of slow artwork of Vice City and San Andreas with mm-hmm. no gameplay, mm-hmm. no release date, and uh, yeah, so yeah, no release date uh, other than like it's coming this year, which we're in October. We have October, we November, do. December, and that's um, it. <laughs> so uh, does does that worry you? In terms of the it coming out this year, no, as in we've we've not seen. Yeah, if I if I was if I was Rockstar, yeah, and I announced this, I would have cut together some kind of sizzle reel. Well, it's it's kind of when we were talking about um, on the state of play, uh, yeah. our wish list of how we would like you know a Grand Theft Auto yeah, to be yeah. released, and it was like yeah, the same the you know, the same car driving down, but yeah, the world changes from two thousand and one to twenty twenty one, and flashes up a little bit, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I read. Is it the twenty first of of October? Is it nineteenth, twenty third, or twenty first of October for the twentieth anniversary of three? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I did read a, a a post or a tweet or or something saying that they were going to be showing a little bit more on that date, which is why I thought okay. it was a bit strange they they announced the game so uh, yeah, yeah a little bit before that. Uh, it, it's it's probably because everyone just unearthed it and they're just like, okay, it's fine. Right there you go. It's here. <laughs> we, we reported on it. Um, yep. And they were like, yep. oh, these guys have outed us. We're going to have oh, to just... Yep. Oh, exactly, yeah. You pesky podcasters. <laughs> um, I would have gotten away with it too. That's it. <laughs> if that's it wasn't it. for you pesky podcasters. <laughs> they pulled their faces off. Uh, yeah. Just to show that we are old man withers from the, the haunted amusement park. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. No, um, no I, I think it would be... It was disappointing we didn't get to see anything because, you know, like everything, we're, we're extremely excited uh, yeah, to yeah, see them. Yeah. Um, I think in the same vein that they just turned their logo red one day. I think that was enough to, to for us yeah. to know there was something coming that you know it's just a little bit of a, an announcement. Um, yeah, and there's some nice stuff in that as well. So I'll take this uh, moment to shout out. Uh, so I thank you very much to to Kirsty who tweeted about this from GTA Net, um, and she put us on to Commander Black on the GTA forums, who pointed out that the Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition, um, holds information from all three games. Um, so the it's all done in gold, like the 10th anniversary of GTA yeah. 3. 
Yeah, yeah. The abstract um, kind of gold bar behind the the writing for the trilogy is yeah. the same abstract pink bar in the Vice City. Uh, oh, sorry, it's a green bar in the Vice City menu. Oh. And oh. the font that's used for the trilogy is the San Andreas Plus the font as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's nice. So bravo, that's, bravo. That's, well, well done. That's n- nicely designed. Nicely yeah, beautifully designed. designed. Well, a, a very, very good spot there from, uh, yeah. from Commander Black as well. So thank you very much yeah. for pointing that out. Um, yeah. Because that really made me smile. Yeah, no, that's great. That's really, really good. So yeah, that was that was the little kind of, I guess, that little reveal. Um. So no, no, I'm 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 okay with it just now. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes not seeing anything is you know bad. Um, we've had plenty of games that have just done that. Um, oh yeah, and it's never been a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah. However, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm always 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 hopeful, and it's done in re- Unreal. Um, yeah, uh, Unreal like, Four, it, so it's going to look gorgeous. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna look really really good. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's <laughs> oh, we reported on this ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. What? How? How are we now at the end of our what? Our first six months of podcasting, and we're still talking about the same news story. I <laughs> know it's amazing. It's be a long, it's amazing, a long but, road. but yeah, but like it's coming. It is definitely. It's officially is definitely coming. Is it is actually happening. It's not just not just a like a fan theory. It's not just us speculating. It's actually physically happening. It is coming. And I, couldn't be happier. No, me either. Me either. Yeah. Um, so the official line is mix of old and new graphics. Um, yep. So I think this is kind of what we were talking. We're going to have the same character models, the same building models, but it's all going to look nice and shiny and detailed, uh, which is, nice. again, fine with me. Get some really nice uh, kind of reflections and shadows on those cars driving through the streets. I think it'll look absolutely brilliant. Some of the the stuff in San Andreas already looked pretty gorgeous, even you know yeah. for for that kind of um, for a PS2. Um, yeah. So I think you know some of those sunsets. Those it was a very kind of orange game. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. I think that that could look pretty good because sometimes coming out into Grove Street and just getting blinded by that sun is just brilliant. You can almost feel yes. like the heat coming through. It's great. Um, and of course, there's there's some special stuff coming to GTA Online as well uh, to coincide with the 20th anniversary of GTA 3. So that'll be quite exciting to go and collect some stuff. Yeah, yeah. very cool indeed. Um, awesome. So that is that is all we really know at the moment, and it's pretty much exactly what we've known for six months. But yes, yes, we have. <laughs> but Rockstar wrote the words down uh, so that we could read them. So and uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't think there's much else we can we can kind of say. Um, uh, or like you said, there was like information like on all three games, and like, mm-hmm. does it have? Um, so, um, so I recently finished the Mass Effect trilogy, the Legendary Edition trilogy, which. Okay. Oh my days! It took me so long to get into those games, but I love them. <laughs> They're nice, amazing. Yeah. They're really, really good, and uh, I like what they did with the Legendary Edition in terms of they perfectly weaved in the DLC, so it okay, happens yeah. exactly where it should in the story and mm-hmm. everything like that, and it, it worked really well. Um, and but I like that they have like so they have the trophies for one, two, okay. three. And they have like a unified trophy. So like there's things oh. that you can do in every game. So like continue your love interest on through one game. Okay. Or yeah. two yeah, games. Yeah. Uh and uh finish finish all three games with the same character. Mm-hmm. Like so you carry your character over from 
each game and stuff like that. Like I thought that was quite nice. So I don't know if it would have like GTA thing would have like some kind of collective trophy or something like that. I don't know. That would be That'd very be cool. cool. That'd be quite cool. Because we know that, that some games can read other like trophy lists uh, yep. if they're if they're taken down like that. So yep. I mean, I, I suppose if you've got all the packages in one game, it can see that. And maybe there's like yeah. an like you say there's an overall tra- uh, trophy for like collecting all you know 300 collectibles and not just the, the hundred from each. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so that kind of brings us to to the question, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pin you down on an answer right now, oh. and we'll keep oh. we'll keep updating on this one just so because oh. this is this is how will Gary play GTA Watch um, that I'm sure everybody's gonna be tuning in for each week, and we'll ask each week. Um, Every week, okay, cool. every, every week, every week. So um, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna flip flop more than the <laughs> the footwear that it's named after. Um, uh, so <laughs> going back to uh, like so uh, having having played um, Mass Effect one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and like going from one to the other, and like continue my character, continue my choices through, and stuff like that, like. Um, that whole experience was just amazing and mm-hmm. at this point in time i think i would probably play three vice city san andreas at this point in time you're gonna go release order but uh if you catch me on a good day uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think it would have to go vice city san andreas three and i think i'm i've said it before and i'm pretty sure right up until the moment i download them all that's exactly what i'm going to do i'm going to play them in 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 game chronological order i'm going to go from 80s 90s 2000s yeah um i think was it the metal gear hd collection Mm -hmm. so you had uh metal gear solid 2 metal gear solid 3 and peace walker Mm -hmm. and uh the way that it was set up in its menus was three was first okay and then it was Peace Walker, yep. and then it was two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it went through the timeline and stuff like that, so that was that was quite nice. So I don't know whether they would do something like that. Maybe. Oh, that's a good shout. I mean, how is it? How is it presented? Because I know yeah. I've got the the episodes from Liberty City um, Special Edition game, and it's got all three yeah. on, the, on the one disc, and it does it puts four right in the middle. But actually, if you were to you know, and and then the two off to get like to the side, so it's yeah. actually saying that you could do it. Gaytoni, uh, I, th- I think it's Gaytoni into uh, four, four, then Lost in the Damned. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's like a, a subtle like order for them. However, yeah, with these maybe being a unified control system, that's not necessarily going to be a disadvantage playing them and out of any order because you're not going to get better. Yeah, you know, controls going forward. So it's yeah, uh, you're not going to get you know any worse ones uh, going backwards. So yeah. Whereas uh, Ballad of Gay Tony introduces things like the the challenges and the, um, you know, some additional stuff for the, for the actual gameplay uh, in the way that that's played, that takes it forward. Whereas you would miss out on that going going the other way. I yeah, don't, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eighties, nineties, uh, and two thousands all the way through. Okay. Uh, today release order. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, tune in next week so we can find out. And yeah. drop us a line, grandtheftpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you intend to play them. Um, mm-hmm. And we will we will share it. If you drop us a line, we'll let you know. And we'll, we'll check in with you each week. So please yeah. just keep emailing. So, I'm also very aware that uh, some people's expectations may not be met. So, I want to look and find out some other remakes of games that didn't quite hit the the mark, just so we can decide that you know what, even if it's just a re, uh, a nice shiny remake of GTA, you know what, 
that's pretty good because it's still GTA. Um, whereas some of these games weren't quite as good as when they first came out. So this is 10 remakes that were worse than the original. Oh. Oh. So thank you very much to Game Ranks on this one. Um, I couldn't see a name of the author. I looked down at the bottom of the article, and unless your name is tons of annoying adverts, then I don't know what your name is. Um, <laughs> but thank you very much because it's quite an interesting read here. Um, and brings up some very, very harsh memories. Some of some of which we've already talked about. Hmm. So let's start off with the first one. And this one, I'm sure, is one that, that, that disappointed an awful lot of people. Uh, and it was Halo, the Master Chief Collection. The Disaster Chief Collection. The Disaster Chief Collection. There you go, straight <laughs> in there. They were the zingers, Gary. That's zing, why we've got zing. you on. <laughs> zing, zing, zing. Uh, yeah, so... Um, like, what what a series, though. Like, uh, like Halo, Halo's fantastic. Like, uh, I am... Um, like I am a PlayStation guy through and through. Mm-hmm. I had I had an Xbox 360 and stuff like that. But Halo was the one game I wish it was on. Uh, wish was on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wish it was on PlayStation because I love that world. I love, uh, I love the gameplay. Um, Halo One would be somewhere in my favorite games. Uh, like not top ten, but like it's in, it's in talking for maybe top twenty and stuff like that nice the original halo, halo combat evolved and um yeah like it's great like i love i love it um and uh yeah so um 343 industries took over after bungie uh mm-hmm. and they did halo 4 halo 5 and they're doing halo infinite and they did the remake of one i believe as well and the remake of two yep. um and then they uh, basically bundled all that together so single player it's amazing it's really good everything plays well yep. and the stories are still intact and it's a good trilogy to run through it's um depending on what you think of the end of halo 2 like lots of people love halo 2 i don't <laughs> oh really um i like i like the soundtrack to halo 2 <laughs> it had <laughs> breaking part. benjamin and incubus it was good nice, nice. um but uh yeah uh there like there was something about halo 2 like uh it played really well it looked amazing it was like it was just a solid shooter uh but i got to a stage in halo 2 where i was just like oh my god this is still going mm-hmm. like i got really bored towards the end and then it just ends and i'm like okay oh. That's great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I loved one. Like, the pacing one was excellent, apart from, like, maybe the library, library level and stuff like that, where you have to go mm-hmm. up all the floors and stuff. Um, the silent cartographer level is one of my favorites. Like, just storming the beach at the start and then working your way into the facilities and stuff like that. It's so cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, everything works perfectly well, single player. Yep. Uh, and then they royally mucked up the multiplayer. Yes, they did. And that is probably one of the things that Halo's best known for. Yeah, best known for its multiplayer. And uh, yeah, they managed to um, make it not work. Completely and messed up. We are, uh, the game was, well, the so the ga- game is weird because they released everything, but then like they periodically released games afterwards right, okay. as well. So um like uh they paced everything out and i think like i can't remember when it was originally released but like even now we're in 2021 um 
it's still getting patches and it's still trying to get fixed. This is it. This is it. And this is a definitive collection of one of the biggest games of all time, literally of yeah. all time. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's be thankful that we we don't have half of the game that can be utterly borked uh, yeah. and therefore a complete I, utter disaster. Uh, yeah, I love the multiplayer, but like um, single player was always like I'm I'm a single player gamer. <laughs> me too. Me too. I have no friends. <laughs> I have no friends. I'll be your friend. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> um. All right, so the next one. I couldn't believe this one. I didn't I didn't know the detail on this one, but unless this happens in GTA, I think we're going to be okay. Um, okay. So this one is Silent Hill HD. Oh. Do you know oh, the change? The, the change oh, that got everybody? Oh, oh, right there in the feels, man. Oh, my oh my He's days. holding his feels. Oh. Um, so. This one hurts. This one hurts hurt so much because, uh, like, Silent Hill 2... Um, is one of the greatest survival horror games I've ever played in my life. It is phenomenal. And Silent Hill 3 is excellent as well. And um, getting to play those two games again, like in HD, in great graphics and stuff like that, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But the thing that made Silent Hill uh, like uh, absolutely, like it just gave such atmosphere and stuff like that was the fog in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, like, uh, it was something that was used to mask lo- uh, draw distance. Totally. But... In, in the game. And it worked. It worked in favour for the atmosphere and stuff like that. It had, like, this misty fog added such fear and dread in this. And you don't know what's coming up. And things just, like, kind of phase in through the fog. And it's just beautifully handled, well done. And on older TVs and stuff like that, on the PS2, it looked amazing. Like mm-hmm. it just really looks amazing. And Silent Hill Three is still one of the nicest PS2 games to look at. It yep. is graphically amazing. Um, and the HD remake, because they went super HD and super high res and everything like that, it lost so much of that style and that charm. And the main thing is they took out the fog. Yep. Why? They made it all clear. They tried to like make it all like like fuzzy a little bit instead i just why <laughs> I, th- I think because the creativity was was born out of like a limitation yes um and they, they almost stumbled across that um it's kind of yeah. like gta you know stumbling across a really aggressive police that made it really yeah. good fun for cop chases and going exactly you know what? i we know how to fix that bug now so yeah and then you're just again you're just driving around just doing nothing in a city um yeah. Um, One of the biggest ones that got everybody, and I, this is the part I didn't know, um, yeah. was all of the signs in Silent Hill got updated with Comic Sans font. Yeah. Utter nonsense. Um, yeah. It's like Jane in Accounts decided she was going to be wacky one Christmas and put out all the memos in Comic Sans. What a... <laughs> that just takes... I mean... Yeah. I'm not a horror, uh, survival horror game fan, but yeah. that is redonkulous. It is redonkulous. Also, they redid the uh, the voice acting in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Sutherland in the new version is voiced by Troy Baker. Oh, really? It oh. is, indeed. That's not all bad, then. Does a good job, but uh, there's something about the original voice cast and stuff like that of that game that, um, like, it's weird. Like, it's, it's very off-putting voice acting, but it lends itself so well to the the feel of that game so mm-hmm. hearing new voices and stuff like that as good as troy baker is 
uh, he's not James Sutherland. No. Still, no. it still takes yeah. care of him. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, well, uh, yeah, that one hurts. That's it. All the scary yeah. going and Comic Sans. Um, yeah. PG thirteen <laughs> version. Comic Sans, no. <laughs> so the next one, and again, this one, this one utterly baffled me as well. So Warcraft three. Now. Massively yes. multiplayer online game. Yes, um, uh, I heard. I heard. I heard about this one. They made the reforged um, edition. Yeah. So they were promised tons of things like enhanced cat- cutscenes that didn't show up, um, tons of, of improvements that really didn't improve the game. However, once again, the multiplayer was completely borked, completely ruined. Uh, yeah. And what's worse is this was an update. It wasn't yep. a separate edition that you purchased. This was this took over your current version of it. So yeah. even if San Andreas is completely upside down and all the cars fly, at least you'll have that old version of San Andreas to play. Yep. Not with this. Nope. You do not have the old version of that game to play. That is, yeah, that's that's a bad move. Bad move, that's Blizzard. Really bad. And especially bad. for a, a game that's solely built online. Um, way to just shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. All right, so here's here's a bit of a deep cut. I remember this game quite fondly, actually. I used to go around to my, uh, our mate Sandy's, um, and he, I think he played the. I think I want to say that every time I went around to his house, maybe two, three weeks in a row, he was playing it, but he was playing the same bit. I can't remember. I think he got really stuck, but he he wasn't <laughs> gonna let he wasn't gonna let go. Um, so uh, if anybody remembers the the not so classic but kind of classic uh, first person uh, game thirteen. Oh, thank God you mentioned that. It looks great. It, it's oh, still stunning. And days. I don't think I realized I, it was David Duchovny in it. It's David Duchovny, Adam West, and Eve. Adam Wee. Voices. Adam Wee is in it. He no plays way. the colonel guy in it. Um, yeah, so 13 is is great. I love 13. I have a lot of nostalgia for 13. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer for 13 was superb. It was really, really good. And the whole comic book cell shady thing was just such an artistic style. And the game still holds up so well today. Totally. Um, and they said they were doing a remake of it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Like, yeah. you, can, you can do, like, have it run at 60 frames a second. Just touch up the graphics a wee bit. That's all you need to do. And they fucked it up. Yeah, totally. So, they really did. And I have it. I, I physically have well, it. I have, I have finished it. In, and in broken ver- version. Broken version and all. Like, it, it's still getting patched and stuff like that. And, like, I, 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 it's one of the games that I physically went onto the forums and actually looked at to see where the state of the game is and, like, if there's anything happening. Because wow. some of the stuff that happened in that game for me was just unreal. Well, it apparently yeah. like it, it wouldn't go into like uh, ragdoll. So once you killed an enemy, they would just go into the T pose, just like the yeah. standard kind of like debugging kind of version of it. I um, had that. I had white uh, white areas that would just appear on my screen. Like if I turned going left to right, and there was like um, maybe like a box or something like that there. If I turned away, like the box would still, like the outline of the box would still be there, but it would just be white. Oh, and, so just uh, blank. Like, yeah, and uh, the sound effects were awful and stuff like that. They just weren't hitting the same and stuff like that. The graphics, mm-hmm. like, how could you get cell shading? How can you get? <laughs> how can you get cell shading wrong? Like, it's such a unique art style that is very simple but so effective, mm-hmm. and they. Fucked it up. <laughs> yep. 
Wait to take an absolute classic and just totally ruin it. <sighs> yeah, that's a and like that might be... that's a recent thing for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That may be somebody's only ver- like um, experience of that 30. game as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go yeah. on to go on to Steam. Find the original. It is four pounds. I believe it's four Do pounds it. on Steam. Buy it. It's amazing. It's it's. Do I remember? Is it got stuff like Bioshock Infinite? Is it got like um elements of like first person puzzly zip liney kind of stuff um, I remember there was something about that in it or maybe it was just the way sandy was playing it and possibly the way sandy was playing it but yeah like there is like there, there's not much kind of puzzle elements to it but like uh the the thing i loved about that was just like um like you could see like people walking like through walls and stuff like that but it was just like like tap 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 on the screen and stuff like that and had all the kind of like every time you do a headshot it had panels that would move in and like slowly follow the like bullet going into the brain and stuff like that it was just oh oh love it so good love it and i I love the idea of 13 and um i i I like that whole like kind of amnesia kind of story and stuff like that and like you have a tattoo that says 13 on it and you Mm -hmm. find out there's this organization basically at the end you're kind of like working your way through like like 1920 no like 18 19 and 20 like you're taking them down and stuff like that and you're finding out who the head is of this like kind of whole organization and stuff like that and at least the cliffhanger and we're not getting a sequel no this is it <laughs> uh it's amazing like thir- like original 13 amazing uh remake no <laughs> no no don't no um kind of the same uh as well kind of the same as all of these but um so Ninja Gaiden, those mm. absolutely nails games. Um, yep. So the Ninja, Ninja Gaiden uh, got a, a trilogy remake on the Super Nintendo just after um, uh, the Super Mario um, All-Stars came out, um, which was, I think, one of the first 10 out of 10 games. Because, I mean, how can you get better than those three Mario games on one cartridge? Yeah. However, first of all, it was just a straight port. So despite having better control system for the, the Super Nintendo, nothing was updated from there. Yeah. But one of the things that Ninja Gaiden was was kind of famous for in the NES was its its sound, its soundtrack, uh, and its sound design, um, and that was utterly messed up. I don't think the translation between eight and sixteen bit uh, particularly happened. So the the I mean, pretty much the whole reason a lot of people were buying this game was just utterly wrecked um, yeah. to the point that it took nine years before they got another game. Ooh. Nine whole years after that. So oh dear, you know, it begs the question. What's going to happen sound-wise? Two questions on that one um, before we, we head to the next one. What are we going to be doing with the soundtrack? Is it going to be an original soundtrack for each one? So are we going to get that mixture of like original songs and some chart songs for GTA 3 and then moving through? Is it going to be relicensed stuff? I think it is going to be... I think it's going to be original audio through and through for everything. Oh, that'd be good because they did i mean they changed it so the versions they've just taken down had slightly different soundtracks to yeah, the yeah. original ones um yeah. so it'll be that version okay but like they have all the audio and stuff like that they don't need to kind of like re-record so really also is still going to be tommy versetti we're not getting like a different voice actor coming in and doing it and stuff yep and uh, they'll edit the audio a wee bit in terms of like trying to make it sound a bit better quality and stuff like that because it is just the old kind of super PS2. compressed super compressed and stuff like that so they'll touch it up a wee bit but uh yeah you're gonna have all the same songs you're gonna have uh, all the same voice acting all the same sound effects and stuff like that it's just gonna look prettier that's 
that's what I'm getting from the information that we've been given. Yep. Like as much as we speculated of like having like uh, expanding soundtracks and everything like that, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, I don't think no. so either. Um, which is cool because you know what, we want those games. I'm fine with that. Yeah, totally. Like I say, I, I for a, a GTA soundtrack, I want to be spoon fed it. I want to be given those songs. Uh, so whatever ships on that disc or that digital version, I'm good with. Yeah, definitely. Right then, so. Next up, we've got um, this one's headline. This one's little kind of like uh, title is Draining Every Ounce of Charm. Um, <laughs> games I've never played, but it's Final Fantasy V and VI. Oh, uh, are, are we talking about the iOS ports? Uh, well. Um, or the, um, the mobile ports? Well, it's, it's the Steam version that's, that's kind of up there. And again, oh, this is the yeah, only yeah, yeah. version of yeah. Steam. Um, yeah. And they've managed to take these quite charming, beautiful looking... Um, kind of 16 bit yep. games and just i mean what i'm looking at here on the on this little uh, thumbnail is some brown on top of other brown with a little sprite i can i can tell it's got blonde hair but there's just brown everywhere <laughs> so um so this is quite recent actually the, these ones uh these are the pixel um pixel editions of uh final fantasy 1 to 6 and uh so it's supposed to be the originals just all enhanced up and everything like that mm -hmm. they released them and uh everyone started complaining yep because the font was different uh it just wasn't playing well or anything like that ecstatically but uh yeah and then uh so they took them down and they've released one to three they've just released four and they're going to re-release five and six okay so again, uh, yeah. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. I have one. I have one. Okay. Uh, the Pixel Edition of one, and it's really good. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. And uh, what do you play on mobile phone? Uh, no, on uh, on Steam. On Steam. Yeah. I might. I might have to see about that. Um, yeah. I. I've. It's crazy, but uh, and I don't think I'll ever manage it. But I'll try my best. Uh, is to complete every numbered Final Fantasy up to ten. I think that's okay. That's a, that's a pretty good challenge. I mean, that's a yeah, lot of game Yeah, I've I've done three. I've done seven. I've done nine. I've done ten. Okay, that's impressive. That's way more than me. I never got yeah. into Final Fantasy. Um, it hurt my brain with numbers. Um, <laughs> and I was I was quite happy with Mickey Mouse jumping in forests collecting apples. It was good. Oh, okay. Well, you should play a Kingdom Hearts. It's Final Fantasy mixed with Disney. <laughs> yeah, totally. That, maybe that's my in. That's my, my way in. <laughs> that's your in. I love Kingdom Hearts. It looks great. It really does look extremely good. I know a lot of people get unbelievably excited about it. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll, I'll sit down with those. All right, man. Now this is one trigger warning. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you ready I, for this? I, I, I'm sitting down. I'm lying back. I've noticed that you're in uh, post, <laughs> post 1030 mode for Gary. <laughs> okay, so you ready? Uh, I don't know if I am. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Oh, we've gone over this one. Yeah, this is it. We've gone over. We, I think we went over this one. Was it last week? Liquid. Or the week before. <laughs> Liquid. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we've. Uh, I've went over this one, and um, it's not a bad game. No, no. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes is not a bad game. I played a little bit of it on GameCube. Yeah, it's just not the original. No, no, no. Yeah. Some of the, those enhancements, like adding first person aiming you yeah made a lot of bosses just you know a joke like you yeah. say there's the the backflip off a missile which 
you know, we'll just leave there. The less um, said about the better. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. weird coming from a Kojima game, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just like, um, I don't know what was going through their heads with certain yeah. things. Like, yeah. there's a, there's a, such a cool scene in the original where, like, you come across the tank with Vulcan Raven and mm-hmm. he fires a shot and Snake does this, like, really cool, like, it forces him back, but he does this kind of, like, mid-flip kind of, like just adjusts himself and he lands like properly good. Yep. And you're like, that's ace. That is so cool. And then like, there's another scene where like Ocelot shoots and Snake just jumps back and it looks like it's done in slow motion. It looks ace. Yeah. And, uh, but then like in Twin Snakes and stuff like that, he does like a gazillion backflips and stuff like that. And uh, like, yeah. um, like he, he basically does a backflip to avoid that one shot from Revolver Ocelot. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> Please yeah, no. This is it. It's just when I, you know you, you get the feeling that they were just like, just go ahead. You know what Kojima would do. Yeah. Just go ahead, and then yeah. just no. Yeah, but it was uh, it was uh, Silicon Knights that did the remake, which uh, the mm-hmm. guys that did uh, Eternal Darkness. Oh, all right, okay. Sorry, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, oh. and uh, the uh, so some of the voice cast crossed over. So David Hayter's actually in uh, uh, Eternal Darkness. I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh man, we we really going. This is the Eternal Darkness Appreciation Podcast today. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Man, we that's should, great. Yeah, it needs it needs more appreciation. It's a not great thought game. about that game for ages. Yeah, we've talked about uh, all the 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 wee parts about Twin Snake, so you can you can yeah. go back and find that one if you've not already listened. Um, yeah, it, like it, it's not it's like I said, it's not a bad game. It's nope. like you can go and play it and enjoy it and stuff like that. Having the mechanics of two in one. Um, like it's fun to play, but it's it just makes the game easier, far too easy, yep. and uh, the limitations of what's the original just it that's what it feels like. Like yeah. it needs yeah. to f- have those limitations to make that game feel good. Totally. Yep. Sit yeah. down with the first one. You can get through it in a in an afternoon. Well, if you know what you're doing, you can get through it in a couple of settings. Um, <sighs> it's not long at all, and it's it's extremely satisfying to play. I make sure I play that game at least once a year. Yeah, quite right. Quite yeah. right. I had it on my PS Vita as well to go on holiday. Um, I just sat there and played it, and then just started again. I just yeah. sitting around the pool. It was great. I just, I just want to, I want a better way to play it. Uh, that's not through my PS3. Yeah, because let's face it, we need to get games off the PS3. I, I think, yeah, that console is gonna die a death at some point, and parts for it's gonna disappear and i think there's some games um, i have i have so many ps1 games downloaded from the store on my ps3 this is it this is the the and devastating thing yeah and i have a lot of ps3 games on there so like my ps3 almost became a digital console for me yeah totally totally i loved that stuff i mean i I way way into demolition derby again um downloading on there because it's just absolutely fantastic all right so Bulletstorm full clip edition for one very, very, very random reason. Um, it's not going uh, to do with Duke Nukem, is it? It is exactly to do with Duke Nukem, yeah. Aww. They introduced a bunch of Duke Nukem additional content that was utter pish. <laughs> Basically, I think they were trying to fly high on the, the Duke Nukem Forever finally getting a release. Oh, um, and um, it turned out to be utter pish as well. Yeah. Uh, I I, pl- I played that game. I played Duke Nukem Forever. And, Did you? Uh, yes, I have it, uh, and I enjoyed my time with it. <laughs> uh, but 
like I love I love Duke Nukem 3D. Like Duke Nukem 3D is just such a stylish. It's so Doom. much fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's such a stylish Doom clone, and uh, it is like it's just the perfect like snapshot of that era of yeah yeah yeah, yeah of like early nineties gaming and uh, yeah I love it I absolutely love it but. He is archaic. He is so archaic. Yep. In terms of, um, and like, it just didn't hit the same. Not at all. At all. I don't think, I I don't think Duke can come back. I really don't. No. Um, for the better. Not, not unless, um, so, uh, I, I've made, I've made this point to a few people that, um, Zap Brannigan from Futurama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, absolutely amazing character. I love him. He makes me laugh so much. He's probably my favorite character in Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the amount of stuff he says in mm-hmm. terms of, like he'll say something like uh, very inappropriate to Leela and Leela yep. just kicks the crap out of him. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and like it's handled so well. And like I think that's why Zap Brannigan can thrive in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. And like he's portrayed as an idiot and stuff like Precisely, that. Precisely, yeah. But uh yeah, so I think I think if they did something like a Zach Brannigan-esque version of Duke. Okay. And stuff like that. So he still has his quips, he still has all that things, but he's out of time and like he gets punished for it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Rather than yeah. being like a macho version successful. Yeah, ra- rather than being the macho version that has like women on each arm and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I think if they bring back Duke, it has to be something along those lines. That's a, that's a, I think that was a fair, a fair way of, of putting that one. I don't know, yeah. like you say, I, I don't think we'll see Duke Nukem again, especially after everything it went through. Uh, it's development hell and then the way it came out at the other end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know what, like you say, it's, it's a, it's a moment in gaming time where I think yeah. some things peaked for the for the better or, or worse. You know, it, it happened, um, and then the, let's just put that to bed. That was a, that was a chapter in gaming's history. At the like you say in the, yeah. in the mid to late nineties that yeah, I think we all learned from and we can all move along. However, yeah. jumping on top of a pool table and kicking uh, a, the balls around to play pool was one of my favorite things to do in Duke Nukem. Oh, so so good, just so great, just great, just great. Um, just great. You know, it wasn't great. What? The Daniel Craig version of GoldenEye 007. I, 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 I kind of like, like it. it. <laughs> I like it. And um, I, I think I like it because it's it takes the Call of Duty engine and does something really well with it. And it fits in with a, like a James Bond-esque kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like having such... Um, like kind of legal ramifications with Goldeneye in terms of like yep. um like the actual rights to the game and stuff like that. I think we've talked about the like that potential remake and stuff like that that was supposed to happen but never did happen. Yeah. And uh I think this is this was the only way that they could do something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh it's handled really well. Like um like Daniel Craig puts on a really good performance, Judy Dench is in it. Um, the gameplay is absolutely solid. It's a nice retelling of Goldeneye. Uh, all the familiar beats are there. Um, yeah. It's just like it takes a little bit of getting used to. That's the main thing I find. But I mean, like, uh, 
I could be in the minority here. Like I, I thought it was a really genuinely solid game, but um, yeah. Well, you know what? Do yep. you reckon if it came out and Tommy Versetti was was replaced by Daniel Craig? If Tommy Versetti was Daniel Craig. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if they re- that would just make that would just make him better. <laughs> <laughs> He's unemployed now. Yeah, not. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not. <laughs> I just love, love the fact that you're just like, yeah. What if, uh, what if Tommy was saying he was Daniel Craig, not James Bond, <laughs> no, Daniel but Daniel Craig. Craig, but Daniel Craig. I think that's that's the thing. I don't think it's the beef with the 007 version uh, of GoldenEye is that it's a different yeah. Bond. I think it's just it's Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah, it. uh, yeah, and um, it's uh, the uh, oh, I can't remember who does the theme song in it. Like obviously it was Tina Turner in the original, also written by Bono and the Edge, which I didn't know. <laughs> No, really? Yeah, Bono and the Edge wrote Goldeneye. Brilliant. Yeah, with Tina Turner singing it. And uh, I think it's uh, What's-Her-Face from Pussycat Dolls. She sings it in Goldeneye uh, Reloaded. And it's a really good version, actually. That's good. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, I like a good Bond song, too. Totally. Favourite Bond song? I I always like Diamonds Are Forever. Live and Let Die is obviously a banger. Um, Yeah, Live and Let Die is amazing. Um, uh, especially the Guns N' Roses version is just... Yeah, just Guns N' Roses version is really good. But like, obviously, Paul McCartney Wings is excellent. It is, it is good. I so, mean, that is a riff. Yeah. Fair play, McCartney. That's the best riff you've ever wrote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favourites is uh, Aha, uh, The Living Daylights. Oh, oh dude. I, think, I see. This is it. The, the Roger Moore yeah. era just captures so much cool stuff. Oh, no, that, that was Dalton. So it was? Yeah. Man, see, this is. I'm slowly going through them again. I'm up to Thunderball. Um, oh, Thunderball! But I've uh, Tom Jones. I'm slowly going through Tom them. Jones. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and he strikes like Thunderball. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. So good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go make a playlist uh, and just listen to Bond themes for yeah. the next few I, days. I, I have that CD. I have the CD of all the Bond songs. Do you? <laughs> it's like one of my first CDs I ever got. That's a great. That's a great first CD as well. Yeah, really, really cool. So, right, enough of the James Bond podcast, <laughs> which we, we will get round to uh, after all yeah. the others. Um, yeah. So, so there we go. I think you know what. Um, maybe to answer your earlier question again, I think, I think they've got this. I think an Unreal uh, remaster of those those games, a little bit of an up-res kind of thing, is going to be absolutely fine. I think I think Rockstar know not to do too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's not oversalt it. Let's uh, let's just uh, get them playable for the the modern day, and yep. I think that'll that'll kind of tide us over until the third installment of GTA Five comes out. Yeah, but then what will hold us over until GTA Six comes out? GTA Five again? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I would say yeah, no. I, I'm sure I I'm sure I sent you that the. Uh, yeah, people aren't excited about GTA Five anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. that article. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what? Annoyingly, yeah. I am, and I say annoyingly um, because I know <laughs> you I'm part of the problem. Yeah, I begrudgingly <laughs> am. Um, but it's GTA. It's coming out again, and I'm absolutely over the moon. Good, good, good. Gary and I have been down to our local Twat Cafe where we've checked our inbox and we've had an email from James G123. So James uh, emails in and he asks, 
what's happening with all these remasters uh, and re-releases of GTA? Where is GTA 4? Why is there no love for it? And you know what? I think that's a perfectly, perfectly valid question. Oh, yeah. Why is there no love for GTA 4? It sold 25 million copies, which wasn't as much as San Andreas. Yep. However, um, it was on a more expensive console. Um, yep. It was a, a, a different kind of feel or different flavor, I guess, for, for yeah. GTA. So I, I kind of get that it's maybe not the most mainstream one, but that's okay. I think that's GTA 4's job is, is to not be the most mainstream version. Yeah. Um, I think 5, I mean, obviously 5, it, that's its its kind of job. And you know what? 6 may not fit into that. 6 may be way, way down on sales. Um, yeah. However, it may it may be the fans' favorite or the critics' favorite. You know, I, let's face it, it's going to be bigger than ever. But yeah, no, like GTA 6 is going to sell like hotcakes. Like it's, yeah. um, like if GTA 5 is as strong as it is um, however many years since 2013 and is like the biggest entertainment property out there, yeah. then uh, GTA 6, like no matter what, happens it's gonna sell a buttload it might not sell as much as gta 5 but it's mm -hmm. still gonna sell a hell of a lot more than any other kind of game that is yeah. out there i think um what we'll kind of see and it's it's interesting because each i guess each week and i know it's not necessarily happening like this because well I, i'm different because i'm a little bit older but it's each week you know there's new people coming of age there's people turning 18 that you know can go out and buy this thing and i know not everybody's waiting for their 18th birthday to go out and buy <laughs> it uh, <laughs> i did it <laughs> I was just too old, um, but <laughs> it's it, it's that thing. There's you know there's new new you know people coming into that age and being aware of it. And I think because at the moment it's bundled with GTA Online, I think that's where a huge part of it. I'd love to see the figures of how many people have got through, and I'm sure we could probably see you know um, like trophy lists and, and find out yeah you know some of the early trophies and find out what kind of percentage of of players have got them uh, for the story based um, trophies. So there could be some. Uh, information to be mined from that but I think the online kind of part and if they do split it up and it's, it looks like with this new version uh, of GTA 5 that potentially story and, and online is now going to be split into two kind of separate products then I think maybe um, we could be looking at something a little bit different for, for 6 um, yeah so I, I had a little, little kind of look through and found out some some kind of interesting ish stuff uh, and a couple of facts that may, may help us kind of pull this together and, and in no means do we have any solid information because no. as usual rockstar say nothing <laughs> um but it still updates on pc however it's not had it, it's had little updates but it's not had any form of kind of re-release or, or push forward on any other um yeah. now it uses the same engine as red dead as we talked yep. about earlier max Payne 3 and midnight club so all these use the first edition, uh, as my understanding. I'm sure there's there's more detail in there, but they all use Rage Engine, right? Yeah. Uh, I think Table Tennis, and we always joke about Table, table Tennis, but it was the very first... The uh, best game. It, I mean, that's the definitive edition we really yeah. want. I'm just hoping it's snuck in there. Um, <laughs> you just open the box and it just has Table Tennis. Could you it? imagine? I would shit myself. That would be so good. With excitement. I'd be, yeah, yeah, with sheer excitement and delight. I'd be on the phone. It's like, guy, we're doing a special episode right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the backspin on this ball is amazing. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the way it 
bounces off the table. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so that's a collection of games. Table Tennis, Midnight Run, Max Payne 3, um, yeah. Red Dead, that I've never seen the light of day again either. So I it what it kind of looks like, and there's, o- there's only one kind of half anomaly there is... Um, Ellie Noir, and we know yes. Ellie Noir runs on a bit of a hybrid engine because of the face uh, motion tracking technology. Yeah, so yeah, so it's uh, it's Rage and whatever Bondi came up with. That's right. I can't remember what it was called. Um, yeah, and Rockstar were actually just publishing. I think it was Rockstar Games published that game, whereas Rockstar yeah. North is the the game developers themselves. So yeah, um, it did get a, a remaster on PS4, it did. which yeah, I guess probably something i'll pick up and, and play through um yep. but yeah so those those games seem to be kind of stuck with each other and the, and the common yep. thing is that original rage engine um yeah. so it's really interesting it looks like do they do they have some problem with trying to up stuff from the first generation of rage engine well they could well do and maybe i mean we have heard murmurs and rumors that that red dead's getting a, a an overhaul as well um those have been going around for a little while yeah um whether that's just again just kind of talk of yeah the talk in the town the talk on gossip street or if that's just genuinely off the back of these um these remasters for for the the original trilogy um the the holy trilogy so yeah yeah i i don't know i think it looks like there's some technical limitation now Interestingly, they're on PC as well, those games. Um, but I don't really know how they run on there. I'm, I, If anybody understands these things, please drop us a line, grandtheftpodcast at gmail.com. Um, because with the architecture of the new game, uh, the new consoles, they're, as far as I'm aware, they're just PCs and boxes these days. Um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So we could potentially be in a position where we could we could get those, those remasters. Hmm. Yeah, like... Um like having having gta uh 4 ported to like if they ported it to ps4 and uh, like you obviously can download it on your ps5 and stuff mm-hmm. like that would be amazing that'd be yep. so so good and i don't think it's out of the realms of possibility for that to happen it's just um like you said that it's weird that um that red dead's uh, GTA 4, Max Payne 3 and all that mm-hmm. are still stuck on PlayStation 3. Yeah, this is yeah. it. That's very weird. Very, very strange indeed. Very weird where we've had like many a PS3 game transfer over onto PS4 and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like um, like Mass Effect, all, all that trilogy has been ported onto PS4. Totally. Totally. Interestingly, most of those were came from Xbox, then ported onto PS3, then then across. Yep. So I don't know if that architecture yep. maybe was different. However, maybe, yeah. GTA 4 and all that ran on Xbox, and yep. the the two episodes um, of Gitoni and Lost at the Damned were both released on Xbox, Xbox. first. They were they were yep. timed exclusives, so they they definitely should be in that kind of Microsoft architecture, which mm-hmm. yep. I don't see an issue with. But um, yep. for some reason, those games just seem to be lost in time you'll be glad to know i finally finished lost in the damned i got past the pipe bomb mission oh finally it only took a few <laughs> few extra goes it was a such a pain but yeah <laughs> once i got there it was, it was actually plain sailing and i forgot yeah. how good that last mission is um storming the the prison to go and nice. and get billy um yeah even though i think ray was kind of shoehorned in there just to i think introduce something familiar from four um, yeah but 
it was great. It was absolutely great. Um, and I instantly, I just went straight back and just swapped over, started a new game on Ballad of Gay Tony and just started playing nice. that one straight through. And just fell in love with it all over again because it's, it's so much fun. Um, yeah. And I really think there's, again, generations of people who are getting into GTA V, uh, potentially yeah. will be introduced to the, the original um, Holy Trilogy. Yeah. They won't be able to get uh, their hands on four. I... I, I think they're waiting for the perfect time to do four. Um, like 2008 was when four mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe in 2028. Yeah. We might, we might get some form of GTA four, like a, a nice HD up res or something like that. It runs beautifully on the PlayStation 10, whatever, <laughs> so at it. that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It'll come out just before six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it is weird. Like, I, I think, uh, like, it, it's taken them this long anyway to um, to do the Holy Trilogy and up-res that and mm -hmm. stuff like that. We've just been getting ports and ports and ports of that. But it's the same thing. Like, it's just like they're able to port that stuff, uh, but no Red Dead, no um, GTA 4, yeah. and no Max Payne 3. And I get maybe GTA 4 is the more of a Marmite uh, and it's not going to just absolutely smash sales records straight away. Um, however, Red Dead, the original Red Dead, one of Red the Dead. most critically yeah. acclaimed games that have ever has ever been made and potentially ever will be. A Red Dead remaster is a license to print money. No, oh, that's my that's, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I hope, I hope it's got nothing to do with the fact that like uh, GTA Four was probably received a bit lesser than mm -hmm. its counterparts and stuff like that. Because yeah, it's a great game. It's a fantastic game. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't. I, I don't think Rockstar's the type of company that would kind of crumble to that. Um, no. And I think if we make enough noise about it. Potentially, mm -hmm. we could we could get that. We could start a campaign right now. Yeah, uh, remake the remake four, remake four. That's it. Yeah, um, remake with a four is yeah. as the A. Uh, yeah. So like, get that trending. Get that trending just yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, get that trending. Hashtag remake four. Remake four. Um, but again, again, there's a, a larger conversation to maybe to be had another day of the the preservation of of digital arts like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because if it stays on one console, and fair enough, there is PC stuff uh, out there as well, which um, which I know a friend of the show, Ras, has built a PC, not just to play GTA 4, um, but yeah. it was one of the first things he he went and, and downloaded to, to test his gaming PC that he got. Um, yeah. And he didn't go crazy. He's not like he's, he's wanting to play Call of Duty at the, the highest kind of settings or anything like that constantly. Yeah. He just wants to play some games um yeah. that you can't really play anymore anywhere else um yeah i think that's the, the amazing thing about steam is yeah. um is the fact that like i have so much old like kind of pc games and a lot of the old star wars games that i that i loved as a kid that i can't play on like kind of modern consoles and stuff like that but i can play them on this yeah see this is it yeah. I think going forward, the, the you know this definitely needs to be done, and I think as a as a great piece of art, I think GTA Four needs needs to to be brought up. I think I mean just even a a graphical overhaul on that one, just pop that into the the GTA Five engine, and it would look gorgeous. It would be great, yes. and then yes, just it would. I mean, if, imagine just introducing that Liberty City into GTA Online, 
I mean, that's just going to be huge. That would be absolutely massive. I mean, that that would be. Uh, that's going to prolong it for years and years and years and years. That would be amazing, absolutely amazing. It would. However, at the moment, it's not going to happen. At the moment, we've got three outstanding games coming out very very shortly. Yes, um, we do. I need to finish yes, Ballad of Gay Tony before that comes out. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Arkham Collection that I bought a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Batman. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batman. You're not going to get to play today. Right, folks. Well, as we dream happy GTA thoughts, we are going to leave it there and uh, we will pick up with everybody again next week. So thank you very much for downloading, sharing, liking, sending us messages, emails, all of uh, the above. We appreciate every single one of them. And like we say, uh, it is great to wake up and see those notifications. So thank you very much. And as always, thank you for joining me on this journey of discovery. No worries. Anytime. Awesome. And remember, while other podcasts are in school... We're trying to count up to six in the way that Rockstar would. One, two, two and a bit, two another little bit, three, three and a third, three and another third, four, four plus one, four plus another one, then five, five, three, three and a third, three and two thirds, five again, then five again, then maybe maybe five until again. next week. Give it six maybe stars, guys. Five again.